0: Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in the Bay Area, it's time for Bay Area Business Radio. Now, here's your host.
1: Lee Cantor here, another episode of Bay Area Business Radio, and this is going to be a good one. Today we got with us Carwana D with She's Got Goals. Welcome, Carwana.
0: Welcome and thank you so much for having me here.
1: Well, tell me about She Got Goals. How are you serving folks? What are you up to?
0: Uh well, um, well, she's got goals is basically a business coaching and consulting firm. Um, I primarily I, I work with everyone, but I primarily um, help women um to get started with their businesses. And um of course um I wanna help women who who actually do have goals, like because anything I believe that anything um could be accomplished, but of course you would need some type of vision. Um, and steps and, and and basically a blueprint in order to get there so, and so that's what i do i empower women um as and as well as other um, types of business owners you know to um, get started with launching and growing successful businesses
1: so now what's your backstory how, how did you get into this line of work
0: yeah good question so um so I, uh about i would say about 20 years ago um, i was working for corporate america and around that time i started actually you know, having my first children, and of course, um, I was like one of the top paid African American women. Um, in the industry that I was working in at the time, um, and I and I had excellent benefits and everything like that. But um, once I started having children and realizing that I was missing out on first steps, you know, first words, and um, my 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 baby was more attached to the babysitter than you know than myself. Um, I figured that I, it was time for me to do something different, um, and I needed to um, free myself from you know the tra- traditional nine to five to to start my own business, and so. Um, And so um, after a few, you know, maybe a couple years in working at that particular corporation, um, I took the leap of faith to start my own business. And primarily it was because I wanted to be home with my kids, right, and to be able to flex my time and to basically take control of my life. And so from there, I I actually, um, you know, evolved. Of course, I bootstrapped my way up. Um, it wasn't um, it wasn't an easy journey. And, you know, of course, I started as a struggling small business. I didn't really know how to grow a business. No one in my family had ever started a business. And so everything that I learned, I learned by failing. <laughs> and so um, fast forward several years later, um, I wanted to figure out a way to not ever have to go back to work, <laughs> you know, because I had more kids. And I'm like, well, I love... Um, you know, of course, putting God first and family second, which was one of the traditions that I learned, you know, as an entrepreneur and working with like my first business model, which was like Mary Kay. Um, but then I started my own you know, business from the ground up, which was like um, a video production company. And I was trying to figure out a way to grow that sustainably. And of course, um, it was hard to get regular paying customers. And that's when I discovered, um, of course, I can go more into that story in just a moment. But um, I discovered like one of the biggest kept secrets in life is which is government contracting as a small business owner. And so from there, um, I was able to grow two very successful thriving businesses.
1: So you you kind of did you accidentally kind of stumble on this government contracting or did somebody tell you about it? How did that get on your radar?
0: Yeah, uh, so I accidentally stumbled upon it, and so um, just to kind of um, I'm gonna backtrack just a little bit. Coming from where I come from, I grew up in San Francisco, of course, in the urban community um, in San Francisco, where of course there was a lot of blight, and you see a lot of things that wasn't hopeful. And so for me, I knew in order to not become a statistic of the environment, I had to do something different. And education, of course, first was my way out of the inner city. Um, And starting my business was going to be the way to financial freedom. And so, um, as I mentioned before, like um, when I first started my business, you know, for the first, you know, I would say for the first five years, you know, Um, I I didn't know what I was doing. So I did a lot of failing and making mistakes. And so, um, but I knew that it was possible to be successful in business. And I refused to go back to working for someone else. And so- um. So in that time and during that journey, I did a lot of freelance work. OK, so during my time of doing freelance work, of course, I was still barely making ends meet. But I knew, you know, that I had a profitable, you know, that my business could generate some type of revenue because I was doing it successfully, um, even as a freelancer. Um, and so one of the clients that I was freelancing, freelancing for, helping him build um his website and doing video for him and his uh portfolio his photography and all that stuff. Um he actually came from the same neighborhood and was able to build a multi-billion dollar business. And so even me not even at six figures at that time yet. Um you know I was looking at it like, well how did you do it, you know, and I actually asked him simply <laughs> which I say there's no dumb question ever, you know, how did you do it? Um so it's always important to ask questions. Right. And so and he simply looked at me and said, well, I sell my services to the government. And he said the same thing you're doing for me. You can get millions of dollars by selling that same services to the government. And so um, and so that's basically the first time I've ever heard of the fact that an individual person, a small business owner like myself could even sell your services to the government. And from there, everything was just like, you know, sky's the limit.
1: Now, selling to the government isn't as simple as just, you know, going Googling government and then saying, what do you want to buy my stuff? Right. Like there's a lot of processes. you got to get certain certifications or certain kind of designations in order to be even considered. So how did you navigate that? That's a tricky world by itself.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, So. Once I was um, aware that this even existed, I I made a commitment to myself to learn everything there is to know about selling my services to the government. And of course, the strategy, there's a strategy to getting it done. And um, what I found was that if you go to like, um, you know, agencies, you know, that help you. There's a lot of agencies out here that are designed to help small businesses start businesses. And so one of the things that will never be mentioned, unless you mention it first, is government contracts. And I say, uh, when I discovered government contract, one of the things that I discovered about it was it's one of the biggest kept secrets in small businesses that can really help you not only grow, but sustain your business, even in time of pandemic. Um, and so what I discovered is that, of course, there's a there's a process and a part of that process is actually um, becoming pre-qualified. Right. So in order for you to be pre-qualified, of course, you have to have a business right? you can't you have to have a, a fundamental business foundation, which includes not only your business license, but there's, there's a checklist of things. Um, and I, I make that checklist avi- available. I'll, I'll let you all know um, where to go get that um, in just a moment or at the end. But basically, um, that business checklist includes things like your business license. If you're uh, if you're an LLC, of course, your articles of incorporation, an EIN, a Dun & Brad number, um, a business address. Of course, there's some things that you have to have. Um, beyond that, of course, um, the government has um, trillions of dollars. In fact, in 2019, the government spent $6.9 trillion. It's the federal government. And remember there's three levels of government. There's local, there's state, and there's federal. So in 2019, the government spent over $6.9 trillion on the federal government level on business products and services. Okay. And in 2020, that particular, um, fiscal year just ended this past September on the 30th of September, and the government spent $9.9 trillion. So those numbers let you know that, number one, the government's spending money. They're never broke. And even in time of economic down- downfall, there's an increase in their budget. And so what I discovered was that a percentage of that budget has to go to certified small businesses. And so ideally if you say or if you ask a small business owner who know nothing about the government are you certified they'll be like yeah i have my business license right <laughs> but what i discovered is of course there are specific certifications and and there are specific mandated um obligations for the for the government to spend money with groups that are socio, socially and economically disadvantaged right that includes women owned businesses that includes minority owned businesses lgbt business owners disabled veteran business owners and of course small businesses and local businesses and so with that being said you can't just be that, right? There's certifications that officiate that and gives you that title, and it gives you access um, as a small business to that set aside, you know, funding of uh, so that you can sell your services to the government. And so that's basically um, the process. Um, and of course, there's there's more, str- you know, to that strategy, but that is the beginning to getting in position for selling your services to the government.
1: Now, is it possible for, like, say, hypothetically that that you're one of those? companies that are blessed by the government to be able to sell to them. Are you able to partner with a company that isn't able to, and then use them kind of as a subcontractor to help you get that government contract work?
0: Absolutely. So the way that it's set up, um, let's just say um, maybe you're certified small business and you want to go after a contract as a prime contractor, but you know that you don't have all the qualifications or you may not have the full capacity to deliver on these contracts. And and by the way, the contracts are large, (laughs) you know, so the government does pay you and they pay you well. Um, And so if you don't have the capacity to you know, deliver on a contract on your own, of course, you can sub out work to other businesses and they don't necessarily have to be a certified business. Now, in some cases, um, if you're not a certified socioeconomically disadvantaged business, of course, there may be a goal that you have to utilize another small business on your team. But that does not mean that you can't also have a non-certified business um, on your team to help you um, not only grow your team sustainably, but also to deliver on um, obligations and contractual obligations. So absolutely, yes, you can be non-certified and work with a certified firm um, to deliver your services to the government.
1: Now, in your case, were you um, was the objective to become certified and then sell to the government or was the objective to get certified, sell to the government and then teach other people how to get certified and sell to the government?
0: Uh, Good question. Uh, And I love that question. So for me, I've always been the type of person that love to share information. And I've been that way like ever since I can remember, I've always learned something and taught it to others. Like, and so initially my goal was just to survive. (laughs) My goal was just to pay my bills. My goal was to be able to have a sustainable business and not have to work for someone else and to still be able to be able to, to never miss a, an important talent show or a parent teacher meeting with my kids and to be there with them. So that was my, my goal initially. But, um, after landing my first contract, after I did all the things that I said you need to do in order to even get in position to do this in the first place, when I landed my first government contract, it was actually, um, and I'm going to say the numbers, I had larger, you know, and I've had multiple. But the first made me a real believer that this works and it can work for anybody. And if it can work from a girl from the inner city who knew any, nothing at all about business, it can work for any business owner. And so for me, that first contract was $70,000 and it was for 28 days of work. Okay, and I paused there because that was the most powerful thing. Actually, it had almost replaced my full time income um, working for a corporation, forty hour work weeks. You know, missing out on time with my children. It had almost placed, replaced that in just twenty eight days. And mind you, the work that I was doing was like two hours per day, so really it was fifty six hours <laughs> for seventy six a seventy thousand dollar contract. And so. For once I discovered that, the first thing I asked myself was, why don't people know this? And, <laughs> you know, when you go to the SBA or SCORE or any of these other agencies that are designed to help small businesses not only get started, but to grow, why isn't that the first thing, you know, that they say, if you're a small business, this is what you need to do, <laughs> you know, to be sustainable, Right. And so I made it my responsibility to tell everybody that is either aspiring to start a business or in business and struggling, looking for sustainability, looking for a way to get regular paying customers or looking for a way to grow and thrive and build their revenues. This is the secret. Right. And so from there. I started telling everybody about it. And so initially um, I just wanted to share the information, but then once I started sharing the information and the system a step-by-step system of how it works and how to do this successfully and exactly my journey and what I did, and I saw the impact that it had on other people's lives, like some of the, the The small business owners that I've worked with were, you know, of course, struggling in poverty. There was one that was even homeless and sleeping in her car and landing their first contract transformed their lives. Landing my first contract transformed my life. And so that's why I'm so very passionate about teaching other people how to do it. And that is basically the journey of how. I had success in business and then wanted to teach other people how to have similar success in their businesses.
1: So right now you're offering some coaching or maybe a program or course to teach someone to do it themselves?
0: Yeah. So, um, of course, there is a um, there's a whole system and a strategy to um, doing business with the government. And if you Google how to do it, of course, it could take a person several years, you know, to try to figure it out. Um, But because of like The many years that I've spent, you know, failing forward and learning and getting up and dusting myself off and trying again and figuring out what I did wrong. So the next time I can get it right and landing that first contract and figuring out the system to land more and and to start landing them simultaneously, you know, and managing multiple contracts at the same time, um, I created a simple system. It's called the trillion-dollar government contracts accelerator. Um, it's a, a three-step system that I compile all of these steps and strategies into a, a simple system that where I, and this is the system that I teach other people um, of how to get there faster, right? So instead of it taking you years to learn how to sell your services to the government, you can learn it in six weeks and you can be landing your contracts within the first six six to 12 months simultaneously, <laughs>
1: Now, what is this good for any kind of business? Like, say, like you're you're um, I think was your first person, like uh, a videographer or photographer. Like, the yeah, part, my first. Uh-huh. So my like first that the government buys those services like like yeah. um, l- like we yeah, run so- a we run a business talk radio network. Like, would they buy our services? Like, how do how do you, how do you kind of frame your service to match? what the government yeah, wants. I love
0: that. I love that perspective. And cause that is exactly what I, I, I share with my clients. I, I teach them how to match what they do with the government. So there's a, there's a website called NAICS.com. This is your NAICS code, basically NAICS, NAICS I don't, you know, everybody says it different, <laughs> but basically at NAICS.com, time there's you'll find all of these different codes right these are commodity codes and service codes and products product codes so every code on that you will find in that system um are codes that the government sells uh, or purchases right so in fact the um the government is the number one the US government the number one biggest and largest purchaser of products and services and so if you write with a pen, this is this is this is what this is like um, a rule of thumb, right? Whatever you use, whatever you buy, whatever you do in your business in life, the government buys it. So if you use pens and pencils to write, they buy that. If you use microphones and lights and computers, they buy that. If you use the internet services and computer services or whatever, technical services and IT services, they buy that. If you use makeup, if you wear wigs, <laughs> they buy buy that. If you're a musician and you create music, they buy that. If you translate services, they buy that. Like there is nothing. I have found that there is nothing that the government doesn't buy. Everything from photography to construction to specialty trades to, in fact, right now, um, especially during the during the pandemic, of course, I mean, they buy food, you know, they buy event planning services. Um, but if you are, if you have somehow pivoted your business, like to Um, to basically respond to COVID and pandemics and the cleanup and, you know, basically disinfecting the world like hand sanitizers, masks, everything the government absolutely buys. Um, And so there is there is nothing that exists (laughs) in the planet or on the planet that the government does not buy, including technology.
1: So now is there a service you offer where uh, someone can hire you to do it for them or this is all kind of a do it yourself program?
0: Yeah, so it's it's a hybrid um, coaching program where I actually walk you through step by step of how to do it yourself. Um, and the reason that I do, like I teach people how to do this so that they know, right? And you don't have to depend on me to have a long-term sustainable business. So I teach you exactly what I know, right? And so I'm a true believer in in systems and strategies and teaching that because that's duplicatable. That is long-term. You can do that a million different times. But you limit yourself when you do services and do it for people and you also cheat them. Because if you're doing it for them, they'll never learn how to do that, do it themselves. Because this is something that you can do forever, as long as you want, <laughs> and this is something that you can do unlimitedly. So not only can you land one, maybe one six-figure contract for six months of services, which is huge, right? And for some people, it could be life-changing. But you can land multiple contracts simultaneously. Um, and there's di- there's a lot of different ways that you can service the government, whether it's the service or a product. Um, and you know, there's there's solutions, you know, that needs to be um had of course um f- solutions for homelessness there's contracts for that you know solutions for violence there's contracts for that solutions for the medical industry there's contracts for just about everything and so i'm a true believer um as a in teaching other small businesses how to do this themselves right so that way you can have something that you can build a legacy and do it forever
1: So now if somebody wanted to get involved with the government, is it something that costs a lot of money to get all the certifications and all of the, you know, kind of the paperwork done properly in order to get kind of blessed by them to be kind of a a certified or whatever the the framing is? uh, Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, I certified um, small business. So I love that question. Um, And you have a lot of great questions as well. Um, And so the thing about it, and this is like one of the biggest kept secrets, because you would think, right, you would think that in order to do business with the government, of course, you have to have all this money, and it's going to cost and you have to pay to play and all these things. But Is absolutely free to do it yourself. Of course, there's third-party companies out there that will do the paperwork yourself, um, you know, on your behalf or whatever. And you charge, you know, they charge a fee in order, of of course, to do it for you. But if you do it yourself, it's absolutely free to get certified and to do business with the government. And so it's, um, of course, it's it's a, a, a rigorous process and it could be daunting for some small business owners, but it's those who are willing to do the work that actually get to the, you know, the finish line, right? Um, and so if if, if there, I, I would say it like this, if, I, in fact, I know a small business owner here locally in the San Francisco Bay Area who just landed his first multi-million dollar contract providing security services to the city of San Francisco. Um, now, if he was discouraged by maybe a 10-page application, he would never have gotten there. And so it's definitely worth the work, you know, um, and it's free to do the paperwork. Right. But you got to be one of those billing businesses that's um uh, business owners really, um, that's willing to do the work to get there. And I'm not saying that um, of course, um it's easy, right? It's definitely work, but anything in life that's worth doing is 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 gonna be work, right? So you have to be willing to get through all the red tape, all the paperwork. And so my system is designed to help you get there smoother, easier, faster, of course, but also it's not that difficult. Um, now there are, yeah, there are um, other contracting opportunities like with corporations and on the the national side, those particular certifications are also acknowledged on the government side. And in that case, they, they have a, of course, a, a annual um, certification fee, which is like $350. Where well, we're talking about $350 for a national corporate certification that also works on the government level um, to get access to billions of dollars in government contracts as a small business owner, right? Now, um, and so,
1: but so, yeah, to do this, I know your your target market is women primarily, and and uh, maybe a subset Minority. of that are uh, minorities as well. Yeah. Um, Uh So for folks that aren't a minority or woman, is that Mm -hmm. something that they can still go through the process, but maybe there's less opportunity for them or it's the same opportunity?
0: there's, There's similar opportunities. And so the reason why I chose these particular so primarily I work with everybody, but primarily I highly target women and minority small business owners because, of course, this is like one of the. The most marginalized groups like I'm a woman and I'm a minority. And so uh, because of that, um, I'm really passionate about teaching that group. But also there are contracts for men owned businesses and and non minority owned businesses, of course, Um, because if you're a small business, you are a small business, period. And there's 26 percent that's obligated on the federal level of this multi-trillion-dollar spend that has to go to small business concerns, whether you're black, white, Asian doesn't matter. If you're a small business, then you qualify for that. Um, and the and, and the government a, um,
1: defines small differently than what most people think, yeah. right?
0: Yep. And so, and that's just exactly where I was going. So, um, and so, yeah. So if you, you're considered a small business by the government, if you have under 500 employees <laughs> and generally generate under $14 million a year, and that's like a general number. So really it's going to be specific to what it is that you do, your specific um, industry that you're in. So the SBA has a, a size standard tool. Um, So if you, if you just Google SBA size standard tool and you put it in what you do, maybe it's trucking. You know, maybe it's child care services or whatever. Um, and then they'll ask you, well, what is your revenues for the last three years on, on average? And they'll say, oh, you qualify. Because if it's under $30 million, right, for child care or whatever, um, then if it's thirty under $30 million a year, you're considered a, a disadvantaged small business. It does not matter what your nationality is. If you're a disadvantaged small business, then there's 20%, uh, 26%, or there's contracting opportunities that are set aside specifically for you.
1: Amazing story, and congratulations on all the success, and uh, you're doing such important work. Amazing. Thank you. Now, if somebody wanted to learn more um, and get a hold of this program and learn more about the program, what's the website?
0: Yeah, so um, to learn more about my particular program or how to work with me um, and getting hope with, um, you know, getting started with government contracts for as a small business in general, um, the, the site to go to is QualifyForGovernmentContracts.com. Again, that's QualifyForGovernmentContracts.com.
1: And then do you have a, a website for your coaching?
0: Yeah, so um, if you go to She'sGotGoals.com, she's got goals. Goals.com, um then there's a you know there's some information on you know on that site of about our coaching programs but um, even just generally going to qualify for government contracts.com um, you'll be able to schedule a call with my team and we can go over our different coaching um, packages and what we offer
1: good stuff well congratulations on all the success you're doing important work and we appreciate you
0: thank you thank you for having me
1: all right this is Lee Cantor we will see you all next time on Bay Area Business Radio